Hey Buddha Nation, welcome to the Ecom Show, where we invite e-commerce entrepreneurs, marketers, and agencies to talk about e-commerce, the best strategies and tactics, and what to implement in your own e-com store. Before we jump into this episode, I ask you to subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you share it with at least one friend. As you probably know, we don't run ads. Our growth is purely organic, so it would mean the world to me if you could support us. And now let's jump into the episode. Hello everyone, here is Daniel Budai with a new episode of our e-commerce podcast. And today I'm here with an old guest because uh, she was here actually almost two, more than two years ago. So it was back in 2021, July 15th and Reconvert, Ruth, and she's one of the co-founders of this company. And Reconvert is a great tool to optimize the conversion rate of uh, e-commerce stores And this is a tool that uh, my agency, we've been using it as well. And it's one of our first recommendation to use for a new client. So I'm happy to have you here again. How are you? I'm good. I'm really happy to be here again. Uh, different circumstances globally, I think, than 2021. <laughs> yeah, many things, many things have changed. So I wonder, uh, and, you know, Probably it's the first question that, yeah, I should ask. What happened in the past two years? Uh, well, I mean, I think uh, a lot of things happened as far as, like, you can't really ignore COVID and everything that it did, uh, not only globally, but also for e-commerce. We really felt a boom. I maybe we talked about it two years ago. I don't, yeah. my memory is not the best. So I don't remember exactly everything we talked about. But uh, back then there was this crazy boom. Everyone was starting e-commerce businesses. Everyone were buying online. So the whole space was like, it, it was a bit of a bubble. And I think we all knew that. And then in the past two years, things have been, you know, going a little slower after this one big boom. And I think that made it really important to figure out both if you're an e-commerce merchant, if you have a store, how do you keep growing even though the trend has changed? Like you had this really big boom and now things are getting slower. Maybe you'll see in a decline in the past two years. So you really need to kind of reinvent how you continue to grow. And it's also true to apps or additional services of people that provide that to e-commerce stores. So that's one thing that I think everyone felt. I don't know if, if you felt that in your agency too. Um, and with us, for us in Reconvert, we've really been focusing during this time on just continuing to provide the best possible upselling and uh, cross-selling solution for merchants that use us. Uh, we've always tried to continue just giving them the best ROI possible. That's always the focus. So sometimes we don't do the flashiest things um, or the trendiest things, but we do the things that we know from experience give people really good ROI, really good results. That's like the, the thing that we care about the most. Um, yeah, and I think lastly, We've, uh, in the company, in the Reconvert company, we actually purchased uh, a new Shopify app recently. The app itself is not new. It's new for us. Uh, it's called uh, Minta 
which is a basically a video AI automation that helps you kind of create videos and post them on social media if you want from your store, from your uh, products. Uh, these are the main big things. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I agree that uh, COVID was actually a good thing for many e-commerce stores. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was 2021, even last year. And this year, yeah, many things changed. Inflation skyrocketed. And uh, yeah, I think, yeah, many things have changed. And I can see many companies, they are reinventing themselves. For us, it was kind of a good situation because I think retention is, it became more important. Yeah. So I think before COVID acquisition and Facebook ads was the sexy thing, you know, it was everywhere. And now people, they talk more, more about Google ads, conversion rates, and even more about email marketing. So, so yeah, that's very interesting to see. Um, so you bought this new company and, uh, and uh, I remember two years ago, your focus was uh, the thank you page and optimizing yeah. the conversion there. So is it still the main focus or, or not just that part of the funnel? Oh yeah, I didn't even think about the new parts of the funnel that uh, like I didn't think to mention it because it, it seems so obvious by now. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I think things have changed in the Shopify ecosystem too, very much. So uh, we used to focus on the thank you page only, but now we have, first of all, we have one-click upsells for post-purchase, which is a new feature that Shopify allowed in the past, I think about two years actually, since Mm -hmm. they uh, released that. Um, So you can now, if you use reconvert, you can upsell post-purchase with two offers, two one-click upsell offers, and then the customer is redirected to the thank you page. And that really helps not just upselling post-purchase, but like creating a full funnel that takes the customer for some sort of a, a process where if they reject the first offer, you still have opportunities to to get him to maybe accept the second one and the, or the third one. Um, so that's one thing we've added. And then the next thing that we've added is checkout upsells, which is, again, a new feature by Shopify. Like whenever they allow us to get into a new part of the funnel, we go there. <laughs> that's the rule uh, of uh, yeah. thumb for us. So for checkout, this is unfortunately Shopify Plus only. Um, so or if you have a Shopify Plus store, you can add upsells or other elements to the checkout. We mostly focus on upselling or very basic things because the checkout is a very sensitive area. So we don't try to be flashy there. You want to keep the customer, um, you know, on the straight path of purchasing and not distract them too much. Um, and we are planning on going pre-purchase, like, you know, product page, cart page. Uh, we are working on these features, but uh, they are not out yet. And once they are, it's going to be like the full thing. Yeah. The See full how we Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, that's great. It's very interesting. And uh, yeah, I mean, checkout page. Actually, I just talked to our team this week earlier this week and now we are thinking about testing a uh, pop-up on the checkout Mm -hmm. page because we always exclude that but maybe adding a pop-up and i don't know it's it's hard to see because uh 
maybe the pop-up will convert well, but the overall conversion will drop. So you have to check multiple things. A pop-up that that upsells with an offer or uh, something else? No, no, no. It's something else. Uh, it's uh, when they are inactive on the checkout page for a half a minute or one minute, they will see the pop-up and uh, they mm -hmm. don't have to subscribe to email. They just get to something, you know. Um, yeah, that's the idea. That's That sounds interesting. It's like uh, something that reactivates them or maybe even an exit intent pop-up. I think these kind of things can work on the checkout, but... Yeah, so we are going to test it and let's see the results. So you are also working on, uh, you said pre-purchase, right? Pre-checkout. Pre -check yeah, pre-checkout, yeah. Um, and how does it work? How will it work? Uh, I mean, it's honestly, it's something, it's still early to say because we're working on some things before that. Um, but the idea is, like, to begin with, it's just going to be pop-up based. And then later on, we'll probably add some elements that you can add onto the page. Uh, Shopify has really been changing how they do how they allow apps to add elements to the theme. Like it's not as encouraged to just inject your own elements to the theme. They now have, uh, I think they call it, they call it sections on the checkout. I'm not sure how they mm -hmm. call it. Uh, they call it extensions on the checkout. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure about other areas of the store, but it actually makes it easier for us as app developers to add new elements to the theme. So we'll probably take some of the elements that we have on the thank you page. And then you will be able to also use a pre-purchase as well if you want to add, you know, a video element on the product page or product recommendations anywhere on the product or cart pages. And of course, pop-ups are always the best converting thing <laughs> to do yeah, yeah. if you don't overdo it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious if you can see a trend that how many pop-ups is good in general like mm -hmm. because they convert but they kill the website at some point so when you can see three pop-ups and bubbles and widgets especially on mobile it yeah. drives you crazy like yeah. I, I know companies who want zero pop-ups i don't agree with those um they think that you know the first purchase is the most important to get and nothing to be there before the first purchase. So I can see different approaches and yeah, what's your opinion on that? I think, um, I don't have any like data about pre-purchase because we don't have these features yet, but I can just talk for my own personal uh, intuition, let's say, mm -hmm. <laughs> and experience yeah. in e-commerce. Um, I do think pop-ups are annoying, so I get why people uh, instinctively don't want to use them, but they do usually work. If you do it right, they mm -hmm. usually, you can find a way to do a pop-up that works. It doesn't have to be spammy and annoying. I do think that if you show more than one pop-up on the same page or more than one pop-up um, when they click the same button or something like that, that's not great. <laughs> like that's yeah, that yeah. like too much. That's really annoying. Um, but I think if you show one or two pop-ups uh, before they get to the checkout, that's 
like totally fine. You just need to time them correctly and make sure it's not the same thing. So for example, if you are collecting the uh, email or, or uh, SMS, like their phone number, mm-hmm. like that, don't do two pop-ups that collect their information. Do one pop-up for information collection that offers them a discount. And then maybe another one that offers them a specific product to add to the to the cart and then redirects them to the cart. So you're, you're not even necessarily adding that many extra clicks. Like I click add to cart on a product and then a pop-up shows up and it offers a complimentary product for a discount. Hey Buddha Nation, welcome to the Ecom Show. I ask you to subscribe to this podcast and if you like it, make sure you share it with at least one friend. As you probably know, we don't run ads. Our growth is purely organic, so it would mean the world to me if you could support us. I hope we can serve our audience in the best way. And now let's jump into the episode. I am sorry. We talked about it before the recording that I have a delivery that I don't know yeah, when. You were fast. You were fast. Oh, I just opened the door for them. Hopefully okay. when they get here, they'll just leave it outside and not like knock. If they do, I'm sorry. I'm going <laughs> to go no again. For a second. Um, yeah, yeah. So you were talking about the pop-ups and how many of them. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't have a specific number, but like if you do it smartly and the pop-up actually moves the customer along to the next step, then that's great. Like I think I was saying, let's say I added a product to cart on the product page and then I see a pop-up with another product. And then when I click that, whatever I click decline or accept for this offer, I am directed either to the checkout or to the cart. I'm not like, it, it doesn't just close the pop-up and then I'm back in the product page and I have an extra click now. I make it a little easier for the customer to always continue going, even when I'm showing pop-ups and offering mm-hmm. new things. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think... That's really the focus. When you think about how many pop-ups you should have, you want to think about not making the customer feel like they are being spammed, but actually feel like you're offering something that is valuable to them that they should maybe have a look at. Mm-hmm. And then you have post-purchase. And in the post-purchase page, like in the thank you page, you can we allow one pop-up with reconvert because I don't see a reason why you would need more. It's one page. Um, but... You can do more if you want it, theoretically, because the customer already purchased. So you're not going to hurt the, in the first purchase, like you mentioned before. Um, but I also don't agree with people who think that the first purchase is the most important one. I think that it, it is yeah. important, but it's really important to not just leave it at that and actually continue Communicate with the customer, working on retention, getting the customer to buy again and not just like say, okay, got a new, one order from this customer. Let's move on to the next one. Find new customers yeah, yeah. for the first order. Yeah. Yeah. And I also don't agree with those guys who drive their potential customers to the website with a discount, you know, mm-hmm. without any history together. They, you just get a discount because you are a new potential customer i think that's yeah yeah at the best um, so how do you what what would your recommendation be how do you recommend people yeah. drive new customers i mean have a great product and have great yeah. marketing right yeah. just sell it uh yeah so actually i just talked to our team and now we are uh, i think this will this will be our direction in the future as an agency mm-hmm. 
working with higher AOV stores. So three, four, five hundred bucks or even higher AOV because uh, frankly, they they need better marketing, you know, and I think we, we have it in the team, great marketers, and it's a different ball game than selling $50 items. That's, that's my experience. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so just have great marketing, really stand out somehow. You can stand out in many different ways, your design, your product benefits, or your manufacturing process, different things, but, you know, go for a high AOV from day one, uh, even for the first purchase if possible. And then everything just so much easier, I think. I agree. And it can either be uh, by selling higher ticket items. I mean, I guess if you want to increase your AOV, you have to have products that are a little higher in value. But also, again, going back to pop-ups and any kind of CRO, hacks and tricks and tips mm-hmm. and things like that. If you get customers to buy more products for in each order, then your AOV also goes up. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. where these different pop-ups or core sales come into play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you could say only one thing in reconvert, what's the best feature that drives the most result? Mm-hmm. And everyone should try reconvert because of this feature. What would this be? I think that the best feature is actually our one-click activation, maybe two clicks. (laughs) It requires two Mm -hmm. clicks to activate. Uh, We have something that we call the conversion monster funnel. Um, Mm -hmm. And it just builds the entire funnel for you, like two offers post-purchase plus a thank you page that is optimized. And then if you're not sure how to get started, if you don't know how to upsell or, you know, what kind of rules you want to create, you don't need to. You just give the maximum discount that you're willing to give. Um, And then we do it for you. Like we distribute percentages of this discount around the different offers. So it's not Mm -hmm. just like a flat rate discount wherever the customer is. Uh, We make sure to create dynamic recommendations that are based on the products that the customer already purchased. And, you know, people play around with it. People do whatever you, they want with the funnels in reconvert. Uh, but we, we do see that people who use the conversion monster funnel convert the most. Like this is the setup that converts the most. Um, so yeah, I would say this is a combination of all the best parts of the app that really creates something yeah. that um, generates the most money for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, if I uh, if you ask me, I would uh, say the same feature. Okay, nice. Because I, I don't personally use it. Our team use it, and uh, mm-hmm. I remember those funnels. This this is a visual builder, right? There is some visual uh, thing how how it looks like, and I think that's great. You can upsell different things based on what they purchased before, recommendations. So I think that's great. And uh, yeah, everyone should have something like this. And it's so easy to use it. It's It, it doesn't take hours to set this up, right? So No. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, we've seen people do like crazy, uh, create different conditions. And then mm-hmm. according to these conditions, they show like completely different uh thank you pages and upsells and downsells and everything. You can do that. Like some stores need that. And because maybe they have like a unique set of products that they want to like 
connect to each other and everything. But for most stores, it's just the, the two clicks activation process. It gets you running. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Can you see bigger stores making it more complex, more funnels and everything? Because they are more customers, it's, it's worth the segmentation. Yeah, we do see that. We also see it from medium stores, sometimes even small mm-hmm. stores. Sometimes it's about segmenting your customers. Like there was a specific store that I really liked what they did. They, uh, we have a video widget on the thank you page where you can just add a video and talk to your customers. Mm-hmm. And this store, uh, they sold uh, plants. So they did uh, funnels that according to the plant that you purchased, you will see a different thank you page video so that it shows you how to take care of the plant that you just purchased. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I found was, I thought that was really nice. Um, but so this is like customizing the funnel according to the product that the customer purchased. That's one type. And the other type is customers, which you could say like, Okay, if this is your first purchase, I'm going to say welcome, thank you, and give you a discount on the thank you page or any kind of post-purchase. It can also be the one-click upsell uh, pages. And if this is your fifth order, I'm going to say thank you for your loyalty and, you know, we appreciate you and maybe give you a a bigger discount than I would for a first-time buyer. But if you're like, let's say, uh, this is your 10th order, for me, now you're a VIP customer and I'm going to invite yeah. you to join our uh, loyalty club or, you know, whatever. So you can really create a few different, as many different rules as you want around that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I really like the plant example. And yeah. uh, those, those are great. It feels very personalized to, to what you purchase. Just make sure that you don't, screw it up because you know if you buy a cactus and uh they think that it's i don't know something that needs a lot of uh water then yeah. you have problems so i mean so, yeah. me personally any kind of plant that i bought or got i always kill them i <laughs> i never even cactuses yeah <laughs> even that I, I have one cactus here and another one i have no idea what it is called it's actually quite nice and uh Mm -hmm. even if i travel for two months they survive so oh nice amazing plants i got them in ikea so nothing special really okay i should try ikea plants that's good to know (laughs) the resilient yeah 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 yeah. and i have a tree in the background but that's not real so it's not real it's not real i think that's ideal i need to buy plastic plants that look real and that's Mm -hmm. the solution yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) So I have one more question for today, which is uh, quite recent and quite obvious to pick. So AI and uh, how do you use it? If you use it at all, what are your plans with it? How how do you imagine e-commerce with AI in the future? I think uh, actually Toby just uploaded, like he just tweeted a few days ago something about this new assistant that they're launching on Shopify, mm-hmm. which when we think about how AI is going to affect e-commerce. I saw it. I saw it. It's a kind yeah. of mentor, mentorship by AI in Shopify. Yeah. And it could be really basic. It could be like really basic yeah. and just like, you know, the buzzword of AI. Or it could be amazing. Uh, it could be something that actually like analyzes your store data. And instead of you going to analytics and trying to figure out 
what can I do to drive more revenue, this AI mm-hmm. could tell you, which would be incredible. I do think this is where the world uh, is going. It's going towards um, AI that can, A, analyze the data for you and give you actionable personal insights. Like, you know, in the past, maybe you would have brought in a store manager or a marketing manager that mm-hmm. would do it for you, and now you have an AI. And I think longer term, it's also going to do things for you. It's basically going to be a, an employee that manages the store, parts of the store. Maybe different AI uh, tools would do different things in your store, and it's going to take off a lot of the load off of the store owner. Um and it's going to clear them up to do other things, like working on developing the business in other areas. Uh, yeah. So that's generally in, sto- in, in e-commerce. When I think about uh, Reconvert, how we use AI, right now we don't have any AI features, but we do plan a few things. Um, I've, seen some, uh, I've seen some apps out there that try to like build their own AI models and invest a lot into it. And I think that's really cool. But right now there are a lot of really good AI models out there out there that you can just tra- train. Sorry. <clears throat> you can just train them uh, to do the things that you want to do. So we are definitely going towards some AI product recommendations, uh, AI, uh, when it comes to the actual text that you write on the thank you page, on all the pages, honestly. Like, we want to be able to allow merchants to actually use that to not have to write their own ad. Co- it's not ad copy, but like their own copy on their website mm-hmm. that would convert customers, but let AI do it for them uh, with personalization. And also combine that with the smart recommendations. I think that's the best route to go in. Maybe in the future, it's a little more complex, but allowing some um, analysis of what works and what doesn't and kind of like creating A-B testing and, and like deciding which one wins, that, that can be really cool. But I'm not sure if it's going to be a part of Reconvert or if it's a whole new tool that allows you to do it in your store. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think product recommendation would be the first thing uh, with AI because, I mean, you have data and, and as a store owner or marketer, you have some idea, but uh, yeah. I think AI can definitely help and even change your opinion many times. So, yeah, yeah. That, that would be very helpful. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you, Ruth, for coming here today and sharing the you know, the last two years, what happened and where you are going as a company. I'm happy to hear that uh, things are going well and you have more features and you are, you've been growing. So, so that's amazing. And uh, thanks everyone who listened to us today. And uh, in the description, I will put the link of uh, Reconvert and also a uh, link of a, a brand new guide that we just uh, launched here at Budai Media. This is our top 100 email collection. And uh, we sent out almost a half a billion emails in the f- past five years and we collected the top 100. So go there and download it for free. And uh, thanks again, everyone, and uh, have a great day. Thank you.